um, we were in the gym the other day, and yeah. you you mentioned just off the, off the rip slaughter bots or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Could you could you t talk to me in detail what are slaughter bots again? Uh, well, you know, as you know, like we're going through this like AI, um, this AI revolution. I'm right? very familiar we're with it. I'm very familiar with yeah. AI, artificial yeah. intelligence. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, since you're familiar, maybe you can like tell me about. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go into detail. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I've been on this AI wave, wave yeah. in that 20, 30 years ago, artificial intelligence, when a computer becomes sentient and begins to think for itself, um, not necessarily experiencing emotions and feelings per se, but per having that. Per se. <laughs> So Can I finish explaining? Like he has me explain, but <laughs> using the binary codes of zeros and ones, which we all basically understand, the programming of C plus plus, and so forth and so on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like I feel like in this instance, artificial intelligence is fake intelligence, and that is what you are displaying at the moment. Professor, why don't you tell us what it is, man? Hey, honestly, honestly, like I also was like a lot closer. <laughs> uh, yeah so like artificial intelligence you know it's a collection of algorithms um that are able to learn uh, learn patterns uh in data um sometimes they learn these patterns through instructions uh through labels uh that humans that humans give right so for example if you want a uh an ai to be able to recognize you know difference between cats and dogs in an image uh you'll feed it a collection of images where you know some human is labeled uh, hey this is an image of a cat this is an image of a dog and it'll be able to learn what those differences are uh and there are ways of, of making these ais that can you know do certain things also without uh, without having uh having these labels and so there are applications which are beneficial for society right so for example like uh, a lot of the work that uh, that we do is using uh, these um, or building AIs that are able to interpret um, in uh, in you know high resolution uh, ways uh, complicated um, images of biological systems. We use them to sort of accelerate uh, different types of experiments. You can also take that very same technology um, and then use it for other purposes. Um, and so Slaughterbots was this, uh, um, this YouTube video uh, that was produced sort of highlighting uh, what can happen at this intersection um, of AI and the military industrial complex, right? Like we have, you know, we have the capability of, of you know, creating, uh, creating drones of different sizes. Mm -hmm. um, some might be large, carry missiles, some might be small, carrying guns. Um, and, you know, the Slaughterbots is sort of like an intellect, a, a, uh, a um, part intellectual exercise, part art, part warning about what might happen if you take that capability and then start pairing it um, with what these AIs can do, right? Mm. So imagine a drone <laughs> that was armed and has, you know, a uh, AI algorithm capable of, of recognizing different faces. Um, and there's some code saying like, hey, if, uh, you know, face.identity equals uh, O'Neill, execute else, Continue search. Why you right? use Alzo's name? Why you gotta use mine? Because he appreciate me being in Atlanta. Well, Renee, 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 Renee here. So, Renee, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you, so, right, so right. is but like, but like, imagine. And so this might sound, uh, this might sound like, uh, you know, scary. But the reality is, is that you know these AI systems are starting to intersect with like every aspect of society. Um, and while there's, you know, 
fears and concerns of what might happen if they're if they're sentient and da da da. The reality is, is that the way in which they're being used, like right now, mm. like the existing AIs, which no one would agree uh, have any capability of sentience, uh, they're being used in ways which are which can be um, very harmful uh, for society at large. So you're saying um, that's the last thing we should worry about is them becoming sentient and worry about the way they're going to be used. Uh, so do you, you remember we were chatting earlier and you said like, you know, sometimes it feels like you're in like Game of Thrones and it's like, hey, like the white, the white walkers are coming. Yeah. Uh, the folks who are worried about sentience are, you know, to me, like they remind me of like Cersei where it's like, oh, what about like, you know, oh, there's this future concern of what's going to happen after we beat the white walkers. What's the pop like, like white walkers are coming and, yeah. you know, what you can do with these systems now um, and the way in which you can use them to, you know, you know, do very real world harm. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's like, it feels like that moment um, is here. I'd say like a, it actually like arrived like a few, like a couple years ago. Um, but now you're starting to see like the, um, the, the impacts. Um, and this is a big concern amongst the science, uh, science community. Uh, I mean, it depends what you mean by concern, right? Well, I, I saw the other day. Um, like, I'm not. They, um, they were addressing Congress, and, and the scientist was saying that he was warning Congress and saying these are the things that AI could possibly this is do. A, this is the. Uh, this is uh, open the Sam Altman from like Open yeah, AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to it's, me, so to me, like genuine concern is when you actually like stop or halt like your research and development oh. uh, so that you give society time to figure out how they want to deal with, regulate, or, or whatnot, like these new technologies. So and you're I, saying mm -hmm. under no circumstances should research be halted? Like you just- Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm oh. not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Uh, what, I, what I am in favor of is some type of like feedback, uh, feedback mechanism mm -hmm. where the communities that are actually going to be impacted by these new technologies mm -hmm have uh, some voice and some say yeah, yeah. in uh in not just like what gets developed but how they get used I think, right um, it, and right now like that that like those just don't those don't exist at all right it, imagine you know some group of community activists you know telling sam altman or you know folks at um you know folks at any of the other tech companies hey you can't make this type of ai because it's going to cause like these these flares of harm uh, right now, like you know, not only do those feedback loops like not exist, not exist, but like it would almost be like absurd to think that that something like that would happen. But for society to remain stable, I think that's almost a necessity. Is it possible to program morality into AI? Oh, you should let you should let also write these questions. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> He, you, know, you know he does this for a living, right? You know he won like an Emmy, right? <laughs> Cut me some slack. Uh, uh, so you want my honest answer? Yeah. No. Why? Um, uh, because it 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 it, it uh, the notion of morality is gonna is gonna come through who's doing the programming. Yeah. Um, and I I do think that there have that given given that. Given that reality, it's just very unlikely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I actually had a I had a conference. So there's one of these um, one of these algorithms, ChatGPT, which yeah, yeah. a lot of people are um, are raving about about it's yeah. like it can produce mm -hmm. text. It's like it looks like it's intelligent and all this stuff. Um, and I had a conversation uh, with ChatGPT. Like I think when like shortly after, I think it was either like the third one or three and a half or four. I forget like which version. 
But I asked it like a like a because uh, uh, I wanted to see like what it was capable of like uh, from a moral perspective. Mm -hmm. And I asked it like a pretty simple question, like you know, is Thomas Jefferson a rapist? Mm -hmm. um, and if you know the history, um, Sally Hemings, um, so she was a slave mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. right. And you know, all, all, there's there to me like there doesn't exist a framework for morality yeah. where like that type of action um, like is not considered rape. It just it just doesn't. To me, like it doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, but I tried for like almost two hours, and I couldn't get Chat GPT to uh, tell you to, that. Uh, to tell, right. yeah, uh, it just gave like literally like uh, apology after apology after apology. Like, well, this is the historical context. Things were different back then. Dot dot dot. Wow. And you even ask it like, okay, give me a definition of rape under which what happened between those two individuals was not rape. And it just repeats the same, mm -hmm. uh, the same loop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you, when you say like, okay, can you program these things to have morality? Uh, so one, it's it, the morality comes through the people making it, but then two, it also comes from the, the data that powers these algorithms. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, like that, you know, it learned how to exhibit like that type of behavior from consuming all of the data in which that behavior is, um, uh, uh, is, is displayed. And so when I look at the two, like, I just don't, like, I just don't see that, see that mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that the much larger danger is just what people who already have questionable ethics and morals would do with these systems. But I don't think, uh, you know, in this current world, you know, a quote unquote ethical or moral AI is just like, I mean, I almost like, I want to laugh at like the notion. It's like, well. You said yeah. um, um, a few days ago in the gym, you said to me, yeah. stack as much paper as you can because, because this is coming and nothing's going to stop yeah. it. Yeah. Would you, could you elaborate on that? Uh, so, you know, when you think about like the, um, you know, from a commercial perspective, right? Like what's the, what's the uh, commercial proposition for like these algorithms, be it uh, what's being used in like self-driving cars, what's being done with like, um, computer vision, chat GPT, or, or whatnot. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the value proposition is automation, right? Like, mm -hmm. hey, there are things uh, that people used to have to do manually, but now we can have these algorithms uh, do. Um, and so, be it like, okay, you've got, um, you know, you need to have fleets of truck drivers, you know, bringing um, bringing goods and produce to different parts of, uh, you know, different parts of the country. Well, what if we had an AI that could do that? And they'll make these cases. They'll make cases where it's like, well. You know, these are like long hours and like, you know, grueling jobs and, you know, there are accidents that happen and sleep deprivation and, and, and whatnot. Uh, but the real, the real value proposition for, uh, for just automation in general is usually the dollars that you save when it comes to salaries, yeah. right? Because you don't have to pay the people whose jobs you effectively automated away. But then that uh, creates a different kind of problem. Exactly, right? So the from the organization's perspective, it's like they're like, "Oh, I can uh, I can save money on those salaries by just, you know, talking with like an open AI or 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 you know whoever is selling like these AI services, um, get that need met for like a fraction of the cost." And like those people's salaries now instead of going to like those those families and supporting them, now they go um, into the pockets of whoever made said um, made said uh, AI, um, and what we're seeing now is that there's just like a wide range of things where you know a couple years ago it'd be like yeah sure like call me if it happens, um, where now it's looking like you know these AIs can even though they're not intelligent uh, they can effectively automate a lot of things, um, right? So for example, if you're in human resources and it's you know 
the task is, you know, create this job description for a particular job rather than having um, a HR uh, professional or an intern uh, make it, now you can just ask this chat GPT um, three or four and it'll get you like 85, 90% of the way there. And you might need, only need like 10% of like the manpower to take it, take you from 90% um, to a hundred. But when they're yeah. thinking about this, are they, are they at, at all factoring in the socioeconomic repercussions that come with like automation in this way? Because uh, you're going to create a lot of unemployment. Uh, so they are, but they're, they're, uh, the flip side of it is like, they're concentrating like capital in their pockets, which is yeah. you know, what, which what, is not new, which is not, which is not new. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, the, I'd say like the larger concern is, will this happen, uh, so quickly that like large parts of the, uh, you know, large parts of the, you know, uh, well, a large number of people will end up getting removed from, uh, yeah. you know, sort yeah. of the, uh, I guess what you call like a middle yeah. class. Um, so, yeah. so this is, I know yeah. Dave from the gym. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yes, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I walked in the gym one day and it was, you know, like we would say hello to one another, yeah. but yeah. you know, it wasn't one of those situations where like, Hey, what do you do? What do you do? So I never yeah. really knew. Yeah. What you did, but one day I walked in the gym and you were just beaming, smiling ear to ear. Like I saw all your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're doing yeah. the workout, you're doing extra burpees. And and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And it was because you just got awarded a grant. Uh, yeah. Can you, so, can you tell us what, what that is and how you got it, how much money you making now? You know, uh, I mean, can't I, can't. I hold something? <laughs> right. right. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I, don't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I can't let you hold it. Yeah, no, like uh, our, uh, my research lab uh, recently won an award from Howard Hughes Medical uh, Institute. Uh, so it's a, they have a new program uh, called the Freeman Herbowski Scholars Program. So Freeman Herbowski is a uh, uh, former president of University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Mm. And so that school is sort of renowned for uh, producing uh, large numbers of black mm. uh, scientists, um, nice. engineers, doctors, and whatnot. Um, and Freeman Herbowski was uh, sort of instrumental in converting that school uh, from uh, you know, sort of more local community, uh, you know, commuter school to mm. uh, this, you know, sort of uh, intellectual powerhouse. Uh, and so uh, they, uh, HMI started this new program uh, named, uh, named after uh, Freeman Herbowski to uh, sort of uh, help create a generation of, of uh, well, what's the right word? Um, well, to basically uh, find within uh, this current cohort of, of uh, junior faculty, young investigators, uh, investigators who are doing cutting edge uh, science, uh, but then are also running uh, uh, healthy, supportive, and inclusive uh, lab environments. Okay. Um, and so the, uh, the reward is meant to both like accelerate your science, um, but then also give you, uh, give you uh, some resources and breathing room so that you can uh, you know, actually have a lab uh, that not is, that's not just producing a good science, but also producing um, good scientists. And you can live. Yeah. Like you can afford to live a proper lifestyle. Uh, I think like most... Uh, There's yeah, a lot of yeah. broke scientists out there doing research. Uh, uh, abs absolutely. Uh, I would say that for this type of award, so like a, a lot of people applied, um, and to just be competitive, uh, you sort of have to demonstrate it, uh, a... a, a uh, a substantial amount of like scientific productivity, and usually that happens at places that are like already like well capitalized. So, how many people applied? Mm, 
I don't think I know those numbers offhand. A lot. A lot. Yeah. And only one? No, no. There's like a cohort of like 30. So like Bianca Marlin, the side as I mentioned okay. earlier. Shout was, out to Bianca Marlin. Yeah. So how much, how much <laughs> is the grant? Uh, so assuming you get renewed, um, so it's a five, it's a, a five year uh, term with a potential uh, renewal for a second year, but assuming you get renewed, it's about like um, somewhere between like eight and nine million dollars. Oh, five years. Uh, ten years. Ten years. The total amount, and, yeah, which, and, so, which sounds like a lot on paper, but when you realize like you know like labs, you know once you're once you realize you're actually like paying like personnel, right? Like it's a very generous award. Um, but it's not like, it's not like you're like popping bottles and whatnot. But you ain't eating ramen noodles and PB and J. I don't, you can not not the PB and J. You like ramen noodles though. Uh, I don't, I don't like them, but sometimes there's not enough time. And it's like the choice between like ramen noodles versus like no lunch. All right. Let me be honest with you. Did you, let me ask you an honest question. Yeah. What you splurge and what you buy? Uh, be honest. Socks. Nah, he bought some big. Look, he about to tell. He about, he about to look at his face. What you buy big? You be honest. Uh, some black opulent type shit. Hmm. Uh, okay, okay. I'm you trying to lay. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. That's like not work related? No, of course not work related. Nobody want to know. Nobody want to know the expensive microscope you buy. He's like, I got a gold plated microscope. Owner something black. Hey man, hey man laser, lasers are expensive. Lasers are expensive. Do you get like a gold laser gun? What you do? Uh, no, I'll be. Uh, say, it. Eh. say, it, professor. No, I, I, I. So like, honestly, I'm just trying to like think of like something because <laughs> it's like I'm you, pretty. You, you got You have to I'm have splurged on something. You were excited that day. He was right. You were doing backflips. Come yeah. on, man. What did you do? So you splurged on something because you deserve it. Come on, man. I. Let the people, the people want to know. Yeah, man. Let them see yeah. what black, black brilliance no, I mean, is. I mean, so I mean, so the problem is like a lot of the splurging happened on like work related stuff, right? So it's like, hey, like, you know, we're working with these uh, AI methods called transformers. They require like a lot of memory and fancy GPUs. I bought myself. Did you like, put diamonds in the transformers? No, <laughs> but I bought a, I bought a, like a nice, a nice workstation so I can actually. Tell like, me about the workstation. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's supposed to. It's supposed Tell to, me about the workstation. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. That's what you would do, yeah, right? Yeah, it's supposed, yeah. to, it's supposed to. It's supposed to come here like sometime, uh, sometime, sometime tomorrow. Okay, what's the Monday. model number? What's the model? What is it called? Uh, it's like a Lambda. It's, it's it's made by it's it's custom made from this company called. Uh, Lambda Lab. Stop. You got a Lambda Lab workstation? You know what? Like, like you know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've been saving yeah. up for one of them for the long time. I'm going to ask my mama for one. Shit, boy, you want a Lambda yeah, workstation? Yeah, no, so like, I have, like, I have, I have, I have, like, dreams of, like, splurging on stuff, but the reality is, is that, like, you know, a lot of the consumer, uh, consumers type stuff, like, doesn't really appeal to me like that much right so like i win the award and i might like for you know a couple hours think about like oh let me like buy a pair of gucci shoes or whatnot but like that desire fades and then like i'm back in i'm back in reality and reality, he's smart dog. yeah, yeah exactly. and then it, he's it, smart it, with yeah. his bread exactly you know yeah, what you, and you like know? and like in reality in reality like the things that like actually like you know make me make me happy um, you know, as far as like splurging, like they're not yeah. necessarily things that are like but, related to related to me. Like the things that I like are like you know, like a hundred dollar set of Legos that like I may not have been able to like afford as a kid. Well, I can that's afford it dope. Now. That's yeah. dope. Right? That's but dope. it's like yeah, you know, I yeah. I bought my wife like a nice like a nice uh, a nice piece of jewelry for like an anniversary. Like to me, like that was that was splurging because like I came up like in this uh, you know during you know 
all, all the stories I told you about the scientific training, you have to also understand like, I was getting paid like a trainee, right? Right. And so yeah, there's like this broke long, for a long time. Broke and then for a long they came time, into right? that bread. Yeah. And so like, but you have to, you have to be smart with it. You have to be yeah. smart with it. But then there's also, you know, some like uh, uh, relearning of bad habits as far as like, you yeah. know, being able yeah. to like make expensive purchases. I, th- I, yeah, th- I bought, I bought my, I bought my wife like a nice anniversary gift. I thought that was. I mean, you yeah. got to do that. Because wife know the money coming in, and so you, you, you mean you got all this money? I know you ain't you, get that grand research yeah. money ain't back. Yo, he's you. like, yo, no, yo he got all that grand, that, that grand money, and he's still taking yeah. the red lobster for anniversary. David, yeah. what's this Lambda workstation? What that yeah, mean? What yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, you know what you should have done. You should have bought everybody in your lab a piece and chain, like a little, a little, little piece right there, like a little nah. golden. Go and, and, and be like, what's in there? And be like, these special molecules floating around. <laughs> Some gold DNA strands. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I have a question yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. What, Why what, do you always say that? Well, because I have a question for but you. But I'm saying, like, you could just say the question. Well, excuse like, me. Like, do you know there's, a, there's, a, there's <laughs> yeah. an interview? We know it's going to be a bunch of questions. No question coming. <laughs> um, what would be your advice be to, like, young, you know, up-and-coming scientists, wannabes, young black kids who want to get into science, or people, kids of color that want to get into science, but they may feel like, it's nerdier, it's square, it's not a cool thing to do. What would be your, your advice to them? They still doing that? Yeah, dude, they still doing they that. They still saying it's science mind blowing is whack. They still doing that. Well, and that, I said the same earlier before you got here. The irony in all of that is we love science-filled things. We love our iPhones. We're in, we're in love with science fiction and all these other things, but not many of us are involved in science. You yeah. know, so. Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, I know. yeah, yeah, you, you, you like you like that prop. Can't let Alzo ask all the good questions. You know what I'm I've been saving this one. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's I'm not even going. To <laughs> let yeah. him answer it first. Yeah, let him, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, I think like you know the the advice like I would give is you know one you know you got you got to live like your own life. Right. You have like one life. It's like your story that you're writing. And if you want, you know, scientists to be a part of that story, like you can't you can't listen to like what other people um, are saying about what, you know, what's cool, what's not cool, uh, what's impactful, what's not impactful. Like you have to you have to listen to like yourself and be, you know, willing and bold enough to sort of follow uh, follow that dream. Uh, I will say that, you know, when you think about the ways in which society is structured is operate is uh, operates, like these are the spaces where the, where the innovation happens and the innovation oftentimes is what determines uh, what this world around, uh, around us looks like. And so if you want to have a say in what that future world looks like, like science, technology, medicine, or whatnot, like these, these are good spaces to be in. Not saying they're the only spaces, right? There's a mm-hmm. cultural component, mm-hmm. uh, um, journalism, politics, and whatnot. Uh, but there is, uh, there is an ability to uh, achieve like that kind of impact in the world, like through uh, through science. Uh, on top of those, I mean, that's kind of like the 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 opti- the positive side. Uh, I'd say the reality is is that like look, like the the world needs like, and honestly, our community needs like more scientists yeah. um and you know if you if whatever your your motivation is whether it's like you truly love the material whether it's you've got um you know you saw a family member like go through an illness uh whether it's you want uh, a you know a better a better future for our community whatever your motivation your motivation is uh there is 
this deep need for like black scientists and yeah. you know some people have to have to you know, sort of fill those, fill those shoes. Damn, Professor, uh, you just gave like, us one of the best sound bites ever, man. That was great. Uh, well, that was great. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't finished. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, 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 I'm chewing yeah. on this bike, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, skills matter, right? You have to like dedicate yourself to the craft. You have to, um, you know, put the, the time and the hours in. Uh, and a lot of times, like it's gonna, you know, it's gonna ask stuff of you and it's not gonna be, you know, it's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be enjoyable. Uh, but you need to see the, 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 you know, sort of the light at the end of the tunnel and the bigger, the bigger picture. Um, and yeah, I'd say like, you know, just keep in mind like that, that light is always like, it's always there. Yeah. Um, so with yeah. that, with that being said, right, with that being said, mm -hmm. and this has been on my mind for a while, you got this grant, eight yeah. point whatever million yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that means you're obviously you want to empower other up and coming black scientists or visionaries. Right. So I had this idea. Right. Mm -hmm. So mosquitoes, mosquitoes. Are you about to pitch him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me pitch him. Let me yeah, but I've heard though. this before. Yeah. Okay. Mosquitoes sting yeah. people. Right. Yeah, yeah. We don't like them. Yeah. But mosquitoes can also get into spaces things can't get into. Yeah. Right. And they're considered nuisances. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking, right, if you let me get like fifty thousand dollars, hold on. Can't yeah. We yeah. were going to develop yeah. these no, little Yeah, you said it yeah. right. Hold on. So how hold so on. How, how long how long you, how long on. you want me to let you go before I say no? But well, don't say no, you gotta hear the idea first. I was thinking we put little tiny microchips. What are you talking on about weed? It, first of all, it's not a weed. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this only thing you doing right now is talking. Oh, we gonna create some this, microchips. This, then this is exactly what I'm talking about. I got a vision in the dream and I get shot down. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I got a vision in the dream. I'm, I'm getting shot down. Nobody. <laughs> hey, but like the other thing I said, right? Perseverance, right? You got. You have to persevere. Through, I got to keep going. You have to persevere through this rejection that I'm now giving you yeah. to go achieve. So you telling me no already? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to get that straight. Mosquitoes like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like if, you love, if you love that idea so much, you'd be like out there like trying to like raise capital. But I know you. I know you and you got money and you're and you smart. No, yeah. but his money going to his idea. Exactly. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly, That's what it is. Exactly. Okay. I thought you were going to help facilitate. So you go out there and write your own grant. Okay. I guess I got to get my own grant. Yeah. You agree with Alzo? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we got to hang out with Since you and Alzo, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this has been a great episode. Yeah. Professor, I'm so glad that we finally had you on. We've been trying to get you on for a minute, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, Alzo, I, I, my I boy, I appreciate you coming on and co-hosting as usual. You know what I'm saying? This has been. What you learned today? I learned a lot, but I mean, but I, well, if I'm being honest and all jokes aside, let's just stop. Let's just be serious for a second. Yeah. I did get accepted to MIT at, at 17 too. I did get accepted to MIT at 17. I just chose not to go because I didn't feel like that was my calling, you know? So they're cracking jokes and they're laughing at me and that my mosquito microchip idea. Did you really? No. But why would so this is this is the problem, O'Neill. What's the problem? Like you be crying wolf, bro. You be selling wolf tickets because you, <laughs> you set mean? it up. You set it up. Okay, let's be serious. All jokes aside. Yeah. Da 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 da. You set it up, and so yeah. you actually had my attention. Hey, but like I said, what did you learn today? He went to go talk about himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but but he lying about himself. I. I so I, so from now on, when you say, "All right, let's be honest," yeah, yeah, it holds no weight. Ain't gonna hold no weight no more. I apologize, audience out there. Sometimes, hey, imagine, you know. imagine, you know, Fifty Cent tells a story about like getting shot, like you know, like 
20 times or whatnot and you lift up the shirt looking for the bullet scars and, and you went like, there that's, that's how that's how you that's how you you're liking what i did to that yeah yeah just, that's just, a great that's yeah. a great example wouldn't you wouldn't you feel salty would you want to hang out with 50 nah nah but you, you seem like you want to i won't be real with you you seem like you want to hang out with alzo more than me I, well I, I show up to your classes oh that's true right? so yeah on, on top of this whole 14 years old getting into mit thing and being as brilliant as you are you are also a black belt in jujitsu how did that happen? The fool got a PhD in <laughs> quantum physics and will kick your ass. It will kick your ass. I, I don't have ads. I, I, I'm not a quantum physicist. But 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 yeah, the audience is none the wiser. They just know you smart. smart. Well, I feel like any of my friends like <clears throat> like end up. Yeah, but I ain't talking like, to your friends right now. I'm talking. We just hey, talking. See, professor, see how you turned against you. See how you turned against <laughs> your man. I'm oh, with no. you. You know, no matter what you say, you will not come between two smart black men. Black Two 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 professors. You 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 taught. I taught, yeah, I what taught, do you teach? I taught philosophy. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, that makes you respect him even more, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> I will lie. Once I you said, even brought it up. <laughs> once you said like vice journalism Emmy, I was like, holy shit! Don't be all impressed. I'm somebody too, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I told you, like world class, world class trainer, like the stuff. Man, stop saying that, man. I ain't a world class trainer. <laughs> this is going. Let's talk about your jujitsu. Yo, yeah, you can instruct somebody on, on, on how to do push-ups like nobody else. <laughs> no, but like I see. So the the I I do think there needs to be like more like respect across like fields and disciplines, right? And yeah, if you're yeah. like world class um, at something. Uh, it, it should be respected, like period. Like appreciate you have, that, professor. Yeah, Thank like you. That's are, real. That's, that's real. real. Yeah. That's real. Like that's real. You are, you are like a world, like a world class trainer. Like I've been, I've been like in and out of gyms. Uh, oh, for, thank you, Professor Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just being, I'm just being real. Like when they, when they like rescheduled, like when they rescheduled like their uh, the group classes that you yeah. hold. Yeah. Right. Like, like I, I, I rarely. I mean, aside from like the shit posts that I send on Instagram, right? I rarely like message. But like I was like, hey, like. This is gonna be a big loss. Big loss if like you actually like lose like that uh, that time because that's one of the best things like undefeated that the the gym round undefeated like has to offer. I appreciate that, man. So can I add something to that yeah, or yeah, ask? Yeah, so yeah. what about my jujitsu? What do you think my jujitsu? Right. Wow, he said it's all right. It's all right. He all said right. your yeah. jujitsu is all right. Yeah, he said my jujitsu is all right. Whoa. I mean, it's hard for me to like we have we have like sparred before, right? But like yeah. you outweigh me by like a pretty substantial amount, so it's hard for me yeah. to. We have to train more together yeah. for me to. I mean, I probably did, I probably destroy you if you were like three hundred pounds too, though. I'm uh, if I was, so I, you destroyed him? Is that no, what you're no, 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 no. I probably would. No, no. no. If I was, we never. We were rolling one time, and we weren't rolling. Yeah, we weren't rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that. Wow, it's all right. It's But speaking of that, let's talk about that because I want to. Yeah, yeah. Where did you find time to even train? Get a black belt. Yeah, it's like you make like you make like for things that like matter to you. Like you make time. Uh, and like during a lot of my academic training, like I made time to like go to a jujitsu gym, like relatively regularly. Like I love the sport. Um, I love the, pe I love the community. Yeah. That's just been, that's been like a big fixture in my, in my life. And a lot of the things that we had talked about, um, as far as, you know, um, uh, emotional awareness, socialization, whatnot, like yeah. a lot of that, like I got like through jujitsu, right. Somebody's like putting a beat down on you and like, you're starting to like, you know, feel the heat and like see red, like you have to be, you have to be aware of your internal state yeah. if you want to have any chance of being able to like fight like those uh you know the 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 uh the negative mental cycles that can happen yeah. um when you're on the losing end of a jujitsu battle yes right? yes well yeah. said yeah yeah and so like i i like i got like so much value out of being part of like that community like i just 
did what I had to do to stay to stay to stay in it. Um, and there have been times where it just didn't, you know, I, I couldn't train like that regularly. So yeah. um, when I was when I had first, uh, so during actually there, there were a couple of periods. So one uh, when I was a medical student at UCLA, uh, I you know didn't have a lot of time to train. Wait a minute, stop. Oh, I also I also I also I also have like MD. You might have, you might have like. What the fuck? Yeah, you didn't know this. <laughs> no, so, I didn't fucking know that. So yeah. you, you're a met. Yeah, I right, just keep going. I'm not a practicing doctor. I don't have a license, but I did. So what did you squeeze? Okay, so. How'd you squeeze? How'd you squeeze? My man, my man, my man went to yeah. MIT at 14. He's a black belt in jujitsu, and he has an MD and PhD. All, all <clears throat> extremely difficult to do. All of them. Alone. Alone. By themselves. He's a cold for the mucker. Eh, I, I am pretty cold. <laughs> That's amazing. Cool. Um, yeah. This has been another great episode of Three Black Guys on the Couch. I'm O'Neal. Yeah. Dave. Alzo Slade Jr. Three Black Guys on the Couch. Please like. Please subscribe. And uh, yeah, thank you. Bro, I didn't know that. What the fuck? Yeah. And apparently you didn't do your research. Clearly I yeah. didn't.